Welcome to another episode of Insights with Latrice. I'm your host, Latrice Kabuya. Today, my guest, Sarah Smith, she's a wife, she's a mother, she's even a world changer, and just an amazing human. You know, on today's podcast, our conversation is so awesome and unique, and I'm really excited to share because, yeah, we talk about family and motherhood and how important that is, but I love the fact that we also tapped into overcoming fear, and she will tell you her story on that. And then we talked about how important a community is, that right support system to push you into your greatness. So as always, I ask you, lean in and get everything you need, right? And also enjoy. All right, all right. I have Sarah Smith, who is my new friend. She is absolutely amazing. And I think I told her it's Nicole Parker, she looks like. So check her out. She's absolutely gorgeous, but not just gorgeous on the outside. She's real gorgeous on the inside as well. And so welcome to Insights with Latrice. Oh, thank you, Latrice. I'm so honored to be here. And I'm so excited that you are my new friend. Yes, yes, I love it. I love the connection. And I love what you're doing. As I was looking um, at your podcast or hearing your podcast and just looking at everything that you have your hands in, I thought it was so interesting because being a mother of five, and I know you're a mother of three, and I was like, wow, you're such a voice to us. A lot of times we don't have a voice and I think it's so cute. Stay at home, mom. Yeah, right. Talk to me about that because I think that fits all of us. Well, about a few years ago, I wanted to start a blog. So my husband is really good with words. He's a journalist. um, And so he was like, let's play on the words. Okay, so you're a stay at home mom like you're never really home. Like you're not this stereotypical stay-at-home mother. So he's like, wait a second. I got it. It's stay-at-home mom. You're right. And I was like, oh my God, oh my God. (laughs) So then that's the name of the blog. And then fast forward, um, last January. So we're in January, 2021. So it was January, 2020. Okay. Literally two nights in a row, I was woken up out of my sleep. God was speaking to me and he was like, you need to start a podcast. Mm-hmm. And, I'm, and I'm thinking, mm-mm, mm-mm, mm-mm. there's no way. Nope, 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 nope. That's not wow. me. Like, my husband's a journalist. He's on TV. Like, I, there's no way I'm going to put myself out there. I, that's him, not me. Right. I'm just, the whole, basically the whole year. I was like, I'm just taking notes, just downloading, like whatever he would tell me, like, okay, podcast. I'm like, who would I even talk to? Like, I don't even know anything about that. He literally could not get it out of my head. Wow. Okay. Wow. So then it was this summer, this past summer, Mike, um, since we're all home, there was nothing to do. I had my kids take um, classes on outschool.com. And so I was like, let me just look at this to see if like any of these teachers would teach an adult, you know? So I was like, okay, podcast. And let me just look up to see if they even have it on here. They did. So then I reached out to a wonderful woman and I asked her if she could 
teach me how to podcast. And she got back to me and then we hit it off. We had a Zoom and we ended up talking forever. And she just wanted to basically find out about me so that, cause we weren't gonna be working together. And so she's coached me and she edits my podcast and she's basically, you know, the best thing. And like, and I tried to like ignore her emails. Like, she's like, okay, um, do you have this ready for, and okay. And you're going to launch soon. Like (laughs) she met with me like 10 times before I actually launched my first one. And the first one launched in October of 2020. But before that, like, she would not leave me alone. I'm like, she's like, no, we have a couple lessons and then you're going to launch this. And I'm like, I, and I would ignore her. And then she, she wouldn't leave me alone. <laughs> wow. I love it. I love and it. So finally I got up the courage and I was like, I'm going to do this. And just literally the pressure, I feel like it was literally God telling me, you have to do this and I will give you the tools that you will need and the people to talk to. And so I, I did it and I'm very proud of myself, you know, in October it launched and I've really enjoyed the journey so far. I mean, I get to talk to great people like you. Oh, you're so (laughs) sweet. I love it. I'm hearing a couple of things in, in, in your conversation. You, first of all, you did something in fear. You, you really did. It was, you had fear, but then you had someone that was supporting you that would not let you not be great. Yeah. So it's so important to have that support system, right? Yeah. But it's more important to overcome fear. So what did that look like? Like, uh, were you? Each day, was there like anxiety? Were you like, oh God, if this lady don't leave me alone, you know, because you said you ignored her. So that to me, that's hilarious. I ignored her. And then my husband, you know, my husband's so supportive and yeah. he really wanted to see this happen for me. He's like, okay, God told you this. So, you know, and he told it more to you more than once and he won't leave you alone. So I'm not going to leave you alone type thing. So he, you know, was very supportive and like, okay, great. You're working with this woman and, you know, I'll help you like, okay, this is what you could talk about. Or like, you know what to talk about. Like, you're not like this person who has no personality and um, talk about the kit. You know, he would help me just gear towards like who to go after to ask or like what kind of people. And um, so he wouldn't leave me alone either. So I got it at home. I got it. Anytime I open my email from the woman and <laughs> I love it. Yeah. So, and now that it's 2021, I, I realized like my, my word for 2021 is fearless. Mm. I realized because I'm 45 years old, I have one life to live. Mm. Why am I so nervous or why am I, why, what is the fear? Why? Why? Why do we have these fears? If this is what we're meant to do, just do it. And who cares what the outside world says? It doesn't matter. It matters what we feel, what God is telling us to do. We have to listen because you just never know, number one, who you're going to bless, what, what could happen if you do do this. And the people that I'm meeting, it's just wonderful. And I never thought I would enjoy it. But it really is it's therapeutic for me. I get to talk to adults. <laughs> Every, you know, I get to have great conversations. Yeah. And I'm not expecting to make money or blow up and be this big podcaster. It's just this is what I'm doing for this time, this season, 
that God has me in. And I think it's so important, no matter what you're doing, that you follow what God has for you, because you never know what you're going to miss in life if you don't. Mm. You have just preached a sermon and everybody say, amen. (laughs) (laughs) I'll tell you that. Wow. So in your podcast and, and you just right here, right now in this space, um, it's very clear. You inspire, you inspire the moms that don't have a voice. You inspire the moms to, to step out. You affirm the mom because, you know, when we talk about stay home mom, first of all, it should be a paid profession. Let's just talk about that, you know, because um, you said in your intro on your podcast that you are, I'm saying it my way, but you basically say, I am an unpaid Uber driver. (laughs) And I was like, wow, all the things that we really could title what we do, right? And put on our resume, but a lot of time it's overlooked. And, and so I appreciate you doing and obeying God for us mothers and being that voice for us um, and supporting us. You're supporting and your reach. I'm so glad you did it because your reach is, is so beyond what you probably can imagine. I'm here in Kansas City. And you've blessed my life, you know, as a mother of five girls. So you inspire me and and everyone else. Who inspires you? Well, my mom was also a stay-at-home mom. Okay. Um, And my dad worked a lot. Like he had his own business. That was um, my grandfather started the oldest minority um, company in New England. It's a moving company. He started in 1927 with a horse and buggy. In wow. Yes. Oh and yeah, amazing, right? Yes. In 1927, can you imagine what he went through? Oh, yeah. So my dad um, continued the business and now my brother runs the business with him. And so my mom had to do everything. Uh, <laughs> And she's just an an amazing mom. So I think that she has been my inspiration. Um, I think that my husband inspires me daily. He always, he's very supportive um, in just telling me to keep going. Don't give up. Keep hitting that record button. (laughs) Yes, yes. Uh, yeah. Wow. Wow. So with, so being a stay home mom and yeah, right. (laughs) But, um, why do, and I kind of, um, alluded to it earlier, but why, why doesn't, why isn't being a mom valued a lot of times or why is it overlooked in your opinion? Huh? That's a great question. It's overlooked because, the average person thinks anyone can be a mother Mm. or a mom. Like you just have sex and have a baby, Mm. but it takes a lot. So that would be a mom, a mother. Mm. Come on. Is different than a mom. A mother nurtures 
a mother, you don't have to have any money. You just have to be there for your child. You have to nurture the child. You have to love on the child. You have to affirm the child. You have to be there for them when they're crying. You have to be there for them when they don't understand. You have to feed them. You have to bathe them. You have to burp them. You know, you have to do everything for the child. And I'm not talking monetarily. I'm talking just from a nurturing point. Wow. That's a mom, a mother. And so, and it's overlooked. It's overlooked because people think that it's easy to be a mom. And so society wants us all to do what they want to do in terms of like, I'm trying to figure out, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm trying to figure out like, where I was going with this, but it's, it's, it's not easy. It's not easy. It's not easy. And it's overlooked because not everyone is doing the mothering. Drop the mic. Okay. All right. And then here's the thing you said something. So to be a mother, you didn't even qualify it to be, you had to have the child like birth. No, no. No. I mean, I've talked to people, I've talked to a woman and she is a single foster mom. I consider her to be the mother. She gets them when they're weeks old and she's young. She's like 20 in her twenties. Wow. And she is mothering them and she is nurturing. She's doing everything for these children. She's their mother. Yeah. Yeah. The other person just had the baby, but for whatever reason, just can't take care of the child right now. And that's okay because she works with the family to give. And then she gives the, when it, when the family is able to take the the children back, she's able to then have that relationship. And, and, you know, when the state allows for them to give, give the child back. That's amazing. She is amazing. Wow. That's, That's something right there. Yes. Oh, she wow. works with that family. She keeps in touch and she sends pictures to them. Wow. Yes. Oh, that's a calling. Woo. It, oh, and, and she said it was. Woo. She said it wasn't calling for her. Yes. Oh, absolutely. God has called her to that. Absolutely. Tell me this, Sarah, why is it that as a mother, we put so much pressure on ourselves? I think it's society's standards okay. that we're trying to live up to. I think a lot of people try to compete. They mm. see something on the internet, on social media, yeah. of how, oh my God, really? Okay, yeah. I'm going to do, it's like, no, 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 no. Yeah. And I had to learn, like, I'm not going to lie. Like, yeah. I try to keep up at some point, but now that I'm in my 40s, yeah. hey. You don't see us dancing listeners, but we up here dancing. Ah, yes. I don't care. I don't care anymore. It's like, what is best for me and my family? Yeah. That's how it's going to be. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Yeah. 100. So I'm not living up to anybody's standards. I'm going to do what is best for me and my family. And that's it. Bottom line. That's it. So how do you help the mom that is pressured or feels 
a competition or even a competition within her mother-in-law, right? Um, how do you help that mother to not feel bad or feel competitive or feel like she isn't doing it right? Well, number one, you got to get off of social media. I've taken social media breaks. Yeah. Last January, 2020, I took a month off of social media and it was probably the best thing I could have done for myself. Yeah. You have to take a break. Yeah. And exactly. you have to step back and being like, okay, who am I trying to serve? Am mm. I trying to serve that person or my family? Mm. That's and good. it's hard. It's a, it's hard to get to that place. If we feel like we have to compete with others, it, yeah. it really is hard. I mean, it's really hard because society has certain standards, yeah. but then you have to ask yourself, what am I doing and why am I trying to live up to these standards? Yeah, that's good. That's good. And so it's some internal work that yes. you have to do yes. as a, a mother. And the thing is being a mom, being a mother, rather, I, I love that being a mother, it's going to look different on everyone. It really is, you know, and so we have to embrace that and be okay with that and confident in that you have to find that dynamic. Would you agree with that in your home with your family? Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So you've been a stay home mom for 14 years now. Pretty much. I mean, yeah, uh, pretty off and on my, I mean, yeah, my oldest is 14. I worked a little bit because I had my master's in education. Okay. So I was going to grad school for my degree then. And then I did some teaching um, until I had my son and he's 12. Okay. For about 12 years. Yeah. So do you regret? I do not. Okay. Um, And it's interesting because I fell into it when we got married. It wasn't like, okay, you go make the money, Mike. And I stay home with the babies. It was never like that. His job just was very stressful and he traveled all the time. And, um, so it was just, it was best for me to stay home because if not, then I wouldn't, neither one of us would have been raising our children. Mm, And that's, what's important, right? So we had to make that decision for us, you know, for some people it's like, no, it's important that they both go to work or they can't, you know, yeah, do it. So, but for us, for our family, that's what was best. So what would you say to a mother who is transitioning maybe back into the workforce? Um, and she's been a stay home mom for several years. Um, and she, she's terrified. She's scared. I would tell her to take one day at a time. Do not look at tomorrow. You can only deal with today. And it's interesting. Someone came on my podcast last week and I asked her how she was doing. And she goes, want to know what? Sometimes you have to just ask the person, how is your today? Mm. And I loved that. So instead of thinking about tomorrow, just try to focus on today. Okay. So I'm going back to work today. How am I going to do this today? Because if you think about tomorrow, you're going to get all flustered. You're going to be so upset. You're going to be crying. You're going to be stressed out and that's not going to be good for you, your husband or your children. Yeah. Yeah. So I think if you focus on today, I think you'll do fine. That's awesome. Last question. Um, So 
some would say being a stay-at-home mother causes a lot of sacrifice and you're not doing purpose or you're not passionate about what you love to do. Do you agree with that? Well, I, I heard something, I think it was on the radio. It was something I was listening to. And just because some might look at this as not a career, my purpose could be raising gener- the next generation of leaders. I could be raising the next vice president, the next president. And that might be what stay wow. purpose is in life. Um, that might be this, it is somewhat of a career because I'm raising world changers. We do a lot in our house in terms of community service. I make sure that they're service-minded. I make sure that they're kind, lovable. They know their history. They are out here, you know, knowing everything that's going on in our unjust society right now. So I do have my master's in education and I feel like it is my job. I don't feel like it's the school's job to educate them on everything that they need to know from their parents. Wow. Again, two mics drop. Okay, <laughs> let's do that. How about that? And I, uh, I, and I say that because I had to navigate myself through um, motherhood because I did watch my mom do it, but there was also a sense of unfulfillment. And so I think that it was the mindset and not having the tools, right? And not seeing it as purpose. You know what I mean? And I'm not saying it's for everyone, but for those who have that season when they are at home with their children, you're not just at home eating bonbons. You are, I love it, raising world changers. You're impacting your family, which also your family impacts community. And so we have to look at it and view it differently. It is a profound career, passion, purpose. It it is something that I think is overlooked, but it's one of the most important purposes in life. And so I hope those that are listening, that are mothers, that are stay-home mothers, that they really look at things differently if they were a little um, depressed or discouraged by society or what people might think or say, because maybe their girlfriends are in corporate America, but they're just, they're doing just as much, doing doing just as much. And so what's on the horizon for you, Sarah? Um, You have stepped out on faith and doing this podcast. What else can we can we see from um, from you and how can we follow you and get some more great information and great nuggets? Well, they can follow me on all platforms at state. Well, Facebook and Instagram is at stay at home mom. Yeah, right. And on Twitter, which I don't really use, but it's at it's the symbol at and then home. Yeah, right. It's just home. Yeah, right. 
Okay. And then I have a website, stay at home mom. Yeah. Right. As well as pod, the podcast is on all platforms. And, um, in terms of what is on the horizon, I'm just looking forward to just continuing to talk with wonderful people such as yourself on the podcast. So I appreciate you having me. Oh, it's a pleasure. I thank you for this space. I thank you. Like I said earlier, um, you don't know how important this is for me personally. And, you know, and I, we talked off, um, off record and I said, before I am a speaker, TV personality, podcaster, grad student, all those different things. I'm a wife and mommy first. Yes. So this means so much to me because those seasons where I were, I was staying home and um, I just wish that I would have had the mindset that you have or had the tools to understand how important that was. Um, if nothing else to me and my family, right? And because I am seeing the fruit of it. I'm watching my young ladies grow up and are powerful and strong and confident. And they're already changing the world. They're already in the community speaking, you know, sharing thoughts and spaces with adult people. And so I'm really, um, I'm just really glad and thankful for, for this space that you have. If you would just do me the honors. Um, one last thing, if you could give our listening audience one insight, whatever that is, whatever is on your heart, what would that be? Can I do, can I say two things? You can say as many as you want. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Number one is do what is best for you and your family. Always point blank. Nobody else. Number two, don't compete with anyone but yourself and be better than you were yesterday. Focus on today, but be better tomorrow for yourself. Be better for yourself. Y'all heard her. I can't even say nothing else. That might have been two, but sorry. No, thank you for those two because that that resonates to everybody. Be better than you were yesterday. Don't compete with anyone because everyone's journey is different. You know, and I think we have to get that as mothers, as wives, as women, as human beings. I think that is such an important factor that a lot of times we struggle with. And so, wow, that, so I didn't know I was going to drop a third mic. Is that what we doing? (laughs) I'm just trying to understand because you didn't tell me this. I mean, I thought this was going to be a QC podcast and we were going to hee-haw and and just be done. But you have dropped some serious nuggets. I know my listening audience is just in awe. Um, They need to go back because they've missed something. You know, sometimes when there's so many nuggets being dropped, you miss something. And, um, And so this is definitely one in the books that I'll go back and listen to and really just let it marinate 
you know, in my spirit. So I appreciate you, Sarah, so much. Um, thank you. I thank you so much for sharing this platform and your time with me. Listening audience, once again, you know, I thank you and I appreciate you um, for just supporting Insights with Latrice, where we talk about real life. Uh, we talk about the real you and we talk real good. Until next time, we will see you later. Wasn't that yummy, yummy good? Isn't Sarah, just like I said, an amazing human? So are you ready to overcome your fear? Let me give you my insight. Fear is a liar. God has placed everything you need to operate in purpose on the inside of you. Don't listen to naysayers, but make sure you surround yourself with people who value you. You have no idea what impact you have on others by being courageous and overcoming your fear. And also a shout out to all the moms. We see you and we appreciate you. Again, I thank you for listening to another episode of Insights with Latrice where we talk about real life, we talk about the real you, and we talk real good. Until next time.